how you doing, man? You are the solution to Earth's pollution. Yep, that's the one. Yep, there you go. Um, and therefore, logically, you are the reason why Earth is polluted, uh, which is. <laughs> Presumably, the reason why this episode is so dark, uh, the episode, the uh, the ocean was on fire the other day, which yep. makes this a weirdly timely episode. But yeah, the ocean was on fire. Clearly, it's because uh, you don't take four minute showers with cold water. Absolutely. And, yeah, and you throw away scraps of vegetables. Clearly, these are the problems we need to be focusing on, yep. and not um, and not oil companies. Clearly, that's the way we should be rolling. See, you know, like this is Doctor Who. Take notes. This is how you do a pollution episode. <laughs> not fucking yeah. stare into the camera. Well, to be fair, she did stare right into the camera. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, they add a bit of romance. They they make it a bit, yeah, you know, yeah. gritty, a bit more complicated. You know, mm-hmm. and um, but I yeah, don't, I but, don't, yeah. But bef- yeah, let's just we'll do the credits and then we'll start talking. Shit. Okay. Okay. Um. We are doing uh, Rick and Morty Season 5, Episode 3, A Rick Convenient Mort. Um, I don't know <laughs> are who's they naming these. Are going to go back to normal titles after yeah. this? Or... Do you remember uh, Pilot, Lawnmower Dog, uh, like, mm. just like, actually stuff about the episodes <laughs> rather than just <laughs> weird uh, versions of films, but with Ricks and Mortys and Jerrys added in. Um, but, um, yeah, it's uh, written by... Rob Schrab and it is directed by Juan Meza Leon and it is starring Justin Roiland, Sarah Chalk, Spencer Grammer, Chris Parnell, and Alison Brie. Um, so do you have an opening statement? Um, I do. A pleasantly de- depressing episode in a strange way, in which I think they sort of, I don't know, it's Rick and Morty always does this because it's very eloquent without actually using very many words. The episodes yeah. are like 20 minutes long and yet they make such eloquent points about things. Like, um, they made a very... It, it's... Right. What I'm trying to get around to saying is that I, I like that it made such a profound point about sort of the fleetingness of teenage romance and also the fleetingness of sort of Morty's love affair with saving the planet, which he actually did get invested in after a while. Yeah. Um, so that was nice. Uh, go on. Have you got an opening statement? I do. Um, an episode sadder than expected uh, that reminds us, even after all the God and power stuff, Rick and Morty are still human beings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, yeah, you're completely right. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, have you got some CRQs? Um, yeah, it's astonishing how little damage the acid rain does. I mean, his hair's sort of singed, but like... Yeah, yeah. You know, what kind of acid is it? Is it, is it if it's hydrofluoric, then then surely his skin would be falling off and all that? But is it just a Um, tepid acid? Well, speaking as somebody who got a C at A-level chemistry, uh, that's right, everybody, you can stop cheering now. Clearly I'm the new Stephen Hawking. Um, (laughs) Yes, you're the new Stephen Hawking, a physicist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, acid is acid. Um, It it, it more depends on how concentrated it is. Wow! Big I think brain acid chemist. Rain, <laughs> acid rain generally, I think, is sulfuric acid, but like super duper diluted. I think generally the problem isn't that it actually starts melting stuff; it's that it um, it damages the soil's pH more so, and then that affects trees, which affects everything. So, right? Yeah. I th- yeah so I would guess sulfuric acid, but okay. I don't think any acids are a bright, luminous green. 
So no. maybe it's some kind of rat acid that he made. Yeah, maybe in a Batman Lego game. Um, what? Mm. But other than that... Uh, but then the vat of acid, vat of acid episode—that was a big green vat. Yeah, true. Maybe it's just alien acid, or like, <laughs> it's just what you think of, isn't it? You just think of acid as being green for some reason. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it's it's kind of astounding how like, Rick and Morty like, can still fall for relationships despite mm-hmm. seeing like absolutely everything that they've seen. Like Rick can detect threats like. 18 steps ahead and yet mm. can get fucked over because he's a horny bastard do i mean yeah yeah true i suppose it's it's sort of um it's a human condition thing of like we're sort of programmed to be hopeful and and sort of fall head over heels for people i think that's it's like i think that's maybe the point they're trying to make is that even though rick and morty have this nearly unmeasurable amount of power it um they do. They are still humans that still make mistakes and fall down and get into ill-advised relationships. And I don't know. I, I kind of like it because it, yeah. it, it, like you say, it reminds you that they're human beings. Definitely. Um, it's funny that Summer's the only one that can stick to the, the um, non-committal oh, yeah, the, uh, approach. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I I love Summer. I think we are going to get some good character development for Summer this season. He says three episodes in. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I think we are going to get some good uh, character development. Um, I I liked that um, Planetina sort of didn't get it right with the um, yeah having to kill the coal miners because they were going down into the mines. It's not because it's the good place does a spectacular job of this um, of sort of saying like there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. That's right, we're bringing it back around to capitalism Woo! again. But, um, yeah, there's no ethical consumption under capitalism because, say I go out and I get a job at, like, a charity that is um, benefits gorillas, say, and yeah. then as part of my job at the charity, I get a company phone, and it's an iPhone that's been put together in a sweatshop. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, there, There is always downsides down the line because there are so many people involved in the, the process of making these things. Yeah. And, planetina is like struggles to see down the chain of these things she's like no no these are the people who are actually in the ground hammering away at the the earth sort of thing so i must kill them but in reality of course it's people that keep voting down um sort of green legislation and stuff that need educating to say no no look you are fucking the earth up and you're doing it for profit for like all this profit that you're that you're going to accumulate it's going to be a bright shining 12 seconds before the earth melts and we all drown yeah, like exactly. you know what i mean so i think it i liked that planetina came to the wrong conclusion because it, it sort of seems to me that the theme of the episode is even if you have all this power you everybody's still... just kind of still a guy do you know what i mean yeah like, especially if you have all that power you're probably gonna fuck it up you mm. know um but look like, you're right in the the sense that even the 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 miners are like, yeah, well, easy for you to say, we need this job. Do you know I mean it's like, it's mm, it's mm. really difficult to lay the blame at people who need money because of the system that we live in and have to just mm. do it. You know? Yeah, you're completely right. It's um, because it, this is a bit of a weird personal life anecdote, but um, at this time of year, it's come round for me to renew my energy supplier. Um, mm-hmm. which is completely dull nonsense. Um, but <laughs> it's interesting if you're an adult, I suppose. Um, but yeah, and I was looking through the different options and stuff, and um, 
some of them have like a little leaf by the by the name of the company so it'd be like n power octopus energy all these people with like a little leaf or no leaf um, yeah. and i looked at it and sort of hovered my mouse over and it's like whether these people are green certified or not so whether they've got like certification to say oh no for every um every puppy they kill they um plant a hundred trees or well you know what i mean that kind of legislation but <laughs> perhaps a yeah. bit less brutal um and it was just completely happenstance that the one I picked did have a little green leaf by it because I was not I'm I'm not being funny but I don't have the money to spend the extra money on saying oh yeah I'm doing this deliberately to to support the planet I I need to be able to say no I'm doing this because this I I need to save a bit of money and I need to make sure I can afford to live a life and yeah. then when I'm actually alive and living then I can maybe make a difference so. I, I yeah, it's difficult to say because obviously the coal miners are like, well, we need to make our children eat. We need we need yeah, to put exactly. bread on the table. Do you know what I mean? It's no, it it. I I can't. I have to do this job. This is all I know yeah. how to do. Sort of thing. It's like in order to like change the system, you have to like actually work in it and benefit it in order for like you know it's like even if I want to like stop capitalism, I still have to partake in capitalism mm. for that mm. to happen. You know, I need to spend money on lobbying or like you know investing in a uh, a politician's race to try mm, and mm. you know uh, change a law or something like that so it's like it's it's still it's it's you still need to engage with it before you can you know try and get rid of it and that's the that's the hard part about it you know mm. no it's yeah like, you're right it's like sort of it's like having a meal with a murderer you know, it's like, it's like you know, you really shouldn't, yeah. but you just sort of have to, um, if mm. you want to try and get rid of the person. Um, yeah, I don't no, really know I, how. I, know I don't. I, I don't really know how having a meal with a murderer is, is tantamount to engaging with capitalism. But no, there I think you it, go. I, well, yeah, because I think in order to get rid of the murderer, you might have to have a meal with them, um, in order to sort of, I don't know, chill them out or lace yeah. their food or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, poison the bastard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, oh, just give him a lot of laxatives, and then while he's doubled over in pain on the toilet, you can be like, you can call the police and be like, oh, you know that um, the, the this, this murderer that's going around, yeah, he's doing loads of shitting. Can you come around and get him, please? And bring some bin bags. He's shitting in my toilet, and he isn't stopping. <laughs> he's um, not going to be stopping anytime soon. Don't you worry, <laughs> officer. I do find it kind of, I do find it kind of funny how like Planetina killed like three hundred people. Marty said. And yet, yeah. Morty still has a bigger kill count than her. Like, and yet <laughs> yes, he's he like, he's like, oh, he's like, oh, you killed three hundred people. So like, yeah, mm-hmm. you've killed like thousands of people. Like, I mean, I mm-hmm. think that's a bit hypocritical of him. Um, mm-hmm. And you could argue that, well, it's an argument. I'm not saying that it's right, but like, at least there was a morality behind what she did. You know? Like, yeah, it, yeah, it was, that's true. It was horrendous. Don't get me wrong, but it's like mm. there's a morality behind it. Whereas like, Morty was just what he was pissed off on the yeah about planet the, and just... it, the wine and stuff with all the dog dog yeah. hoof people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or the or the the purge planet where he just uh, gets pushed to the point of just slaughtering thousands of people because <laughs> he's just like fuck you, piece of shit. Yeah, and the what's the other one where they go and um. They reenact Pearl Harbor. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, with the with the, with the face huggers. Yeah, the um, face huggers. They, look oh, how yeah, wet this egg is. Yeah. They're too tasteful for nine eleven. 
but you know they'll do Pearl Harbor and just absolutely bomb the shit out. I mean, come on, Morty, come on now, don't be a hypocrite, you wee shit. That's why I think that we're seeing different Rick and Mortys across different timelines. You know, yeah, yeah. Either so maybe just... the Morty we saw in this episode has no kill count. Yeah, maybe, maybe this is like another sort of way of him becoming more a murderous. You know, because of this. So either it's there, Morty's a hypocrite that just forgot about all the deaths that he's caused, or this is another timeline, which I think would make more sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, 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 I, I know what you mean. <laughs> I, I, I don't like the idea that it's different Mortys and Ricks in every single episode, because it makes me sort of feel like I want, well, I, I want to see a, a sort of a continuous storyline. I yeah. want to see a through line of 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 like uh, 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 this grandson and, and grandfather, but uh, and if we're not, then it does make sense. But it also renders the entire process of watching pointless, which I suppose is a very Rick and Morty thing to like sort of make the entire process of yeah, that, yeah, mm, okay. Yeah. I'm yeah, kind of right. I'm kind of understanding it now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean this this like this affected Morty like, a lot more than the Vat of Acid episode. True. Do you remember that, like, where he was, yeah. like, um, he fell in love with that woman, and they nearly like died together and survived, and then just lost it all in an instant. I mean, mm. this affected him more than that. I mean, you know. Um, shall I, I read know, the yeah. caption out again? This yes, week? read the caption out. Uh, re- wait, reduce, reuse, brah. Uh, might be too late. That's mm. th- that's the caption. <laughs> Reduce, reuse might be too late. Well, you know. Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to see if the captions are the sort of same throughout the entire series, right? Just oh, they're going to be. Of course they are. Unless they've just given up by season five. No, they're different because in Rick and uh, the first and second episode, they actually give like a... Oh, wait, there's a bra in every single caption. Oh, excellent. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. You like bit that? Of, yeah, better continuity there. I like that. Um, yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Every every now and then, Rick and Morty will have like a really good song, a really sad song that they put in. Mm. You know, whether it's um the one where Rick like accidentally or or nearly kills himself, or yes, um, of course, or the song uh, with Beth being the clone and all that. Um, and this episode, I think it's called Flowers. This one. Mm, mm. It's a really good song. It's really sad and sort of bleak and quite romantic, you know. Mm, mm. Um, no, I, I understand think... completely. It's um, y- y- sorry, go on. No, I was just going. Th- I think that like, it was an important episode for Dan Harmon. This episode, yeah. Like, like I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you know this. You know, at the, at the end of, um, the episodes, you get oh, yeah, his the company inside the episode type thing. No, no, no! Just, just the uh, you know the the title card for like the companies that you see. Oh yeah, yeah. His his one uh, harmonious claptrop is like little clay models of him, mm. and originally it was him and his wife, mm. and then they split up, and he like shown that in the the actual title card of him just like being alone without his wife. Oh God! And then in this season they're like, back together. So I think he 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 sort of found a lot of meaning in this episode. Well, that's yeah. good. I'm I'm I think it's it's always nice when art, sort of artists sort of 
pour their souls into something and they're sort of like they're very passionate about it and are very proud of the the project that they've been working on it's always lovely to see that you can always tell can't you yeah no you can definitely tell that i, th- I think this one was a bit of a big deal for him um mm. um here's a question um why did planetina not go after like big um companies like amazon true Amazon is the one that always springs out in my mind when I'm there thinking, what bin does this plastic go in? And I'm thinking, yeah, but when was that time you last ordered, like, a toothpick off Amazon and it came in a box the size of, like, <laughs> a broom handle? And you're thinking, um, yeah. I think I need all this stuff. So, I mean, to be fair to her, she has been like, exploited by a corporation for most of her life. That's like, true. The, maybe the she thinks kids. corporations are good. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it's, like... Uh, you know, whatever whatever it is she thinks about corporations, she clearly, you know, hasn't come at the conclusion yet that they're the real, the real evil. problem. Yeah. You know, mm. um, it's um, it's it's greenwashing, is what it is. Are you familiar with that term? No, I'm not. Yeah, it's um, companies that sort of often literally will paint a product green and say eco-friendly or something because there are a lot of sort of eco-friendly buzzwords that have no legal protected status it's like how you can't call yourself dr brindley but i could call myself nutritionist lewis brindley because it's (laughs) not it's not like a legally protected term i could just say that and nobody's going to try and sue me yeah um so there are a lot of sort of buzzwords and stuff that are just vague enough and just general enough that you can write them on a product in green text and people are like, oh, this one's good for the environment. But in reality, yeah. they're like dumping toxic waste directly into the mouths of whales. So, you know. Yeah, it's like, I, I can't call myself a psychologist, but I can call myself a a, a relationship consultant. Um <laughs> Yeah, you can call yourself a relationship consultant. Call yourself basically any type of consultant. I'm pretty sure that's that can't be a legally protected term because no. you always see that's like the classic thing, isn't it? When there's like some some level of corruption in a company, and it, and then on the news they're like, oh, such and such who was listed as a as a special, consultant from 2007 to 2017. Yes, a special advisor. <laughs> I think if I was an advisor to a company, I'd be like, can you call me the Grand Vizier? Which I think is what Jafar is called in Aladdin. Yeah. The, gra- the Grand Vizier. Yes, that's what I'd like to be. <laughs> Jafar is a creepy fucker, man. Oh, yeah. Jafar is terrifying. Because oh, isn't, horrible. isn't his entire thing that he wants to... Doesn't he want to sleep with, with Jasmine? Or am I making that up? Yeah, at the end, it was like... It was like um, you'll learn to love me and all that. And it's like just really fucking weird. Um mm. And it's well, it's like um, Notre Dame, the the Disney Notre Dame movie. Um, the oh, I've completely forgotten his like title because I know regretfully oh, uh, little about French Judge, history. Um, Judge Frollo. Yes, Judge Frollo. He his entire reason for doing what he wants to do is because he wants to sleep with Esmeralda. That so is... it's like, yeah, literally. There's literally a song where he's it's like, "Oh, so she's really dark." Fit. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's dark as fuck, especially for a Disney kids movie. Yeah, you can see it happening in an episode of Rick and Morty. I suppose that's exactly what we saw here. Yeah, with Morty doing sort of uh, first morally grey things, and then out and out brutally murdering people yeah. in order to to free this 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 um, personification of 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 activism. Yeah, I mean that that whole we should probably we should probably end up doing that film because like, it's so like. The song, the lyrics of the the song are like, um, 
Like, oh, protect me, Maria. Oh, I'm so... Oh, she's tempting me and all that. And then by the end of it, it's just like, you're going to go out with me or I'm going to burn you at the stake. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Frollo yeah, is... Frollo is the original incel. Um, <laughs> yep, the original incel. That's Frollo. Yep, absolutely. Um, but there you go. <laughs> it's it's hard to, to find um, It's hard to find a lot to talk about with this episode Because so much of it is just a through line with our show Like I was watching it and I was just like Yes, death to capitalism Yes, the environment is fucked yep. And end of episode Brilliant, yep, okay, thanks everyone <laughs> I do, I like the I like the sort of st- I like that Rick is on the back foot This episode with Summer Yeah, that's always quite you nice know, Yeah. Um, I would like to see that a similar episode with like, summer being at the sort of forefront, you know, mm. uh, and and her, Cause her, her be, problem. Yeah, because it'd be interesting to see her develop from sort of wanting essentially quite superficial things. Because in the Mister Meeseeks episode, when she sort of is like, "Can you make me popular at school, please, Mister Meeseeks?" Yeah. Um, It'd be interesting to see essentially the same episode with a flea seeks box that, like, um, it, it it has essentially the same effect, but she wants something much different than she wanted before. Yeah. No, definitely that would be, that, and it would be a good way to sort of bring back the the Meeseeks, um, which I mean we're okay, but you know, I think I think they they got that saturation quite nice, you know, and and by the end of it. Or like the second half of season four, they were already taking the piss out of like bringing it back, you know. And the story train, they were like, there's like an army of them, and evil Morty's there and all that, and they get saved by fucking Jesus. <laughs> um, oh, who doesn't love a bit of Jesus and his his divine light? Oh yeah, oh. damn, oh, Jesus is cut. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, yeah. Um. I'm running out of things to talk about very rapidly. Yeah. Uh, is there some kind of through line that links the A and B story? Um, um, uh, Rick well, and Morty are human people. I guess well, that's kind of it. Yeah, I mean, there's like it's to do with like planets and like what's you know huge big world-ending things, and mm. you know all that Rick and Morty can focus on are like relationships. You know, mm-hmm. you know rather than just yeah, that's a yeah. Which, Which I suppose is a it it sort of yeah it, it reminds me in a weird way of the the Plutonians with um the the crosses in their eyes yeah of like in a strange way because I suppose both Planetina and um Rick's girlfriend whose name I've forgotten um are manipulating Rick and Morty to be um to to sort of do their bidding essentially but Planetina is doing it to try and save Earth's environment and um. Yeah, <laughs> Rick's girlfriend is doing this because she wants to market blim, her elbow boobs. Yeah, blim blam or something. Um, t- it'll, it'll be something like that. <laughs> I guarantee it'll be something like that. Um, no, well, she's just wanting to like, escape. You know, she just she just wanted like, to survive her planet's demise, which I guess is understandable. Um, and then mm. but when it's over, you know, she's just like goodbye, and Rick's like, damn, cold. Hello, hello, good. B- oh, that's so dumb. Oh. The el- the elbow boobs are rather weird. <laughs> so the elbow boobs are extremely weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh well, you can't compete with me. I've got boobs on my elbows. Like, uh, wow, 
I can see why he's stuck in this rut. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, I suppose if you're Rick, though, you'll have seen, uh, you know, very mm. sort of various types of anatomy. Yeah, so. you'll have seen every conceivable type of genital, and yeah. maybe that's just what he particularly likes. He was like, "Whoa, planet of the elbow titties! This yep. is where I need to be." No this kink is, shaman this... here. Yep, no kink shaman. Um, no. But Rick is a mass murderer, so yeah. mass murder shaming. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, do but that. No kink that, shaming. That. Yeah. yeah, I'll do no some mass murder shaming. shaming. <laughs> yeah, but if you're but if your kink is mass murder, then yeah, we shame that. Yeah, we shame. Yeah, we shame mass murder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, d- I don't know why I had to qualify that with. Well, I mean, if yeah, but yeah, I I have ran out of stuff to say. So have I, completely um, and utterly. Um, wow. Yeah. An- another successful. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, kids, uh, seize the means of mass production, and there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. Yeah. Um, be, be careful, Lewis. The FBI will be in our our Discord soon. Um, <laughs> the FBI know. can um can feel free to hop into the Discord. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna go with something funny. Maybe it'd be what's his name from One Division. Um. Oh uh, fuck. Uh, uh, James Wu. Come on, link the two episodes. James Wu. Maybe it'd be James Wu. Maybe James Wu will come into our um our Discord server, and I'll be like, oh, is that John Krasinski? Yeah, I mean, I actually like him, so. I, I do like I, James Wu. That'd be quite nice. Yeah. James yeah. Wu, if you're listening, come into our Discord server. Yeah, come on in. <laughs> you know, the water's warm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have a closing statement? Um, I do, yes. Um, it's nice to be reminded that Rick and Morty are actual human people who are flawed. It's um, something we're reminded of almost a little too often, but I do quite like it, even though. Yeah. Um... I don't think that was even really a sentence, but we're going to stick with it. We're going to... It works. Um, <laughs> what happened to Diesel Weasel? That's what I want to know. Yeah, what did happen to Diesel Weasel? <laughs> Diesel yeah, just... Weasel. That's the best name! He sprayed acid for two minutes and then was like, yeah, I'll get you next slime. What? He's gone to... Um, he's gone to rendezvous with petrol wetrol and tesla wesla yeah he's gone he's gone to to meet up with uh remy in paris um, <gasps> yeah he's gonna have a career as a chef there you go 10 years the... connection achieved um <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i think that's i think that's us for this episode yes um, i could not agree more should we do some shameless shilling after rapid yeah. capitalism um, yeah let's do some shilling have we, we have got Diesel trees. Weasel's Instagram. Does, does Diesel Weasel have an Instagram or a link tree? Um, he could. He could. I'll make one up right now. Oh, fantastic! Um, okay, so we all have link trees. Um, Lewis's link tree is linktr.ee/lewis_brindley. Mine's is slash O'Hiram. The podcast is slash shouting into the void, and Diesel Weasel's is slash Diesel the Weasel. Uh, official. Official. I have um a good relationship with my uncle uh, Vin Diesel there you go Woo! Ah, right yes amazing um, <laughs> so yeah you'll find all our socials our Instagram our YouTube uh, so go have a look treat yourself um, we also have a PayPal donate button so anything you can spare anything at all would be greatly um, appreciated uh, we also have Patreon and we want to take the opportunity as we do every single week, don't we, Lewis? Every we do. single we do. week, um, to thank 
our wonderful, wonderful uh, patrons. Uh, yeah. So, Darius. Thank you. Chloe. Thank you. Richard. Thank you. Aditya. Thank you. Natalie. Thank you. Peter. Thank you. And Doogie. Thank you, one and all. You allow us to keep making this show that we absolutely love to make, including talking about Diesel Weasel and smashing capitalism one podcast at a time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, um, yeah, thank you so much. Yes, thank um, you. For supporting us. Um, we also have merch on Teespring and Redbubble. Uh, we sell tote bags, jumpers, um, mugs, all sorts of tacky shit. So go have a look. <laughs> Yeah. We do, yes. It's all very tacky and very shit. So yeah. go and go and treat yourself to some decadent, luxurious shit. Absolutely. And last but certainly not least, we are partnered with an amazing company called Number 12 Crochet Avenue. And Lewis is going to say some wonderful things about them, all of which are true. Indeed I am. Number 12 Crochet Avenue is a wonderful company run by my wonderful wife, in which she crochets and she's very good at it. And if you would like some aesthetic blessings upon your Instagram timeline, then you can go to at number 12 Crochet Avenue on Instagram and you can check it out. Give her a follow, give her a like, all that good stuff. And uh, yeah, take a look. Thank you. Thank you. Well, um, that's us. Uh, I've seen the teaser for the next episode. Marty let fucks a machine or something like that. Oh, lovely. Um, so uh, we will see you, hear you, smell you, um, end capitalism. I hope we don't smell that next week. Um, <laughs> yes, we will end capitalism next week. It's over yeah. then. It's it's, yep. it's it's finally over. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. My the we'll driving force then. will be gone out of my life to crush capitalism, and uh, yeah, we'll, yep. we'll end the podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. Absol- see when capitalism ends, so will the yeah. podcast. Yeah. Mission achieved. Yeah. Um, and then I we'll was end the podcast. Yeah. I wasn't going to have kids, but now I am, just to carry on this podcast in the hopes that capitalism <laughs> will be overturned. <laughs> one day. One fateful day. One day. Um, yes. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.